0: Welcome to the Old World Fanatics, your Warhammer Fantasy podcast to quench your hobby thirst for all things the Old World. I'm today. I'm one of your hosts, Josh, and I'm joined by Andrew today. Going's got the week off.
1: Ah. How are you going today, Andrew? Yeah, you know what I feel like. This is really weird. Like we've just what? been discussing before we started this podcast. Obviously, I feel like Mum and Dad have gone away and left us all alone at the house. And it's like, you know, <laughs> we're in charge.
0: It does feel like that, doesn't yeah. it. We've given the keys to the yeah. car and the house. We're like, That's it. <laughs> it's,
1: it's a we're bit like, <laughs> you
0: sure? You sure? Oh goes? man. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Well, I'm sure we'll manage. We'll manage. We've got some big uh, news yeah. to talk about today. Oh, there Massive is news. We couldn't we, yeah. couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't miss out on it this week. No, nah, so. no. Nah. Yeah.
1: We, we even had uh, yeah, Gomo's blessing. He's like, yeah, we need a we need to get this out. We need to quench, quench that thirst, <laughs> quench thirst of the audience.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, yep. yes, um, yeah. So we will be dealing with that shortly. I think we'll, well, we won't really cover much news because news is mainly the big article, the big announcement, the big Boxing yeah. Day announcement that came yeah. out. Yeah, it was. Um, good. Uh, and then yeah, I think we'll, we'll cover a little bit of hobby time. And then we'll get straight into that, I think. There wasn't a huge amount to talk about really in terms of hobby this week. Josh has wanna... time. <laughs> <laughs> Even I didn't get like it's Christmas. It's it's, yeah, it's yeah. been there's been some a lot of non-hobby stuff
1: going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, did you get out up to much since last week? Uh, nah, no, I just got some more contrasts, as we know. Um, I just did the uh, the gracia on my uh, the gracia priming on my um, High off mage mounted. Ah, oh,
0: um, yes, your mage. And, yes, yeah,
1: yes, through yes. the nolan oil over it, just to try and do, um, just like a an effect, I suppose, like that Xenithal sort of priming. Um, and the oh, okay. Xenithal sort of didn't really work because it's it was more of a a a glaze, a darker glaze. Um, so I'm just having problems making that contrast pop. Um, so I'm just going to keep going with it. Um, just, uh, you know, just too far gone. And, um, I'll probably just do a lot of highlighting to just try and bring it back, which is a bit of a bummer because, you know, contrast meant to speed it up, but it's sort of slowed it down.
0: Have you tried, um, doing a bit of a general dry brush once you put the, the null oil over just to try to bring the, the, the the brightness back up again?
1: Probably should have. Um, but yeah, sort of, beyond that point now um because oh, i've done a lot of the big surfaces um yeah so yeah there's not there's not a lot of point at the moment um but yeah next time that could definitely be a bit of a cheats way but i mean look it, it, it's no quicker like it, it would have been quicker if i just had the the white or the oh so the sear over a black or something something like that
0: yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, yeah, you always try these these cheats and, and time saving things, isn't it? And it just yeah I find that unless you unless you know exactly the right technique, you end up spending as much time fiddling with yeah. it and trying to get the colours that you wanted originally. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was more of a just a thing. I just didn't, I didn't have the black. I just had like a normal spray can <laughs> of black, and I just I knew it just comes on too thick. So I was like, oh, I'll I'll see people do this. I'll try this, and yeah, just. didn't pan out how'd you go seems like you got a bit done
0: a little bit a little bit mainly just printing stuff um off this this week so um i because i talked about the dark elf tower and hill i was doing last week and i've yeah it took it took a bunch of prints i think i did it was over like nine or ten prints that i had to do on my little mars 3 which is a you know relatively small printer um, uh, so yeah, so it that takes a while when I'm trying to bring these fairly large pieces of terrain, yeah, um, yeah. uh, but I managed to get I managed to get that done and I've started sort of put it together. I had to do a bit of green stuffing to, to, to sort of cover up some areas. And then I have got a little bit of warping on one of the bottom parts of the tower oh. just from where the supports have come away. Yeah. Okay. Um, and rather than reprinting that, I'm actually just going to try and fill it in with maybe some like vines or something. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I feel sometimes when you have something go wrong when you're making terrain, if anything, yeah. it creates a, yeah. a creative opportunity for some uniqueness. Yeah. yeah <laughs> 100%, you know, so, especially
1: like a tower, um, yeah, there'd be lots of yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So I
0: feel like I feel like that's you know, I, I don't want to just like have to throw away the piece of resin and redo it i'd rather just try yeah. to incorporate it and actually yeah yeah use make the best of it i can um uh so yeah so that, that's coming together it's mostly cured now and i've mostly put together so it's i'm sort of i'm sort of accumulating those bits nice. so that when i'm ready to go for um doing all my proper snow and, and painting it up and stuff I've, I've got the right setup but the yeah. other thing i'm thinking about is just trying to work out a forest-type thing for sort of a northern Narrag- Naggaroth waste. Oh, yeah. Um, and Because that's the thing. like I'm like, do I go for like a, a pine tree sort of, you know, evergreen covered in snow type look? Yeah. Or do I do more of a chaos waste style where it's more like gnarled trees that look kind of dead with no leaves, you know, with snow on it? Like, I don't know. Like, it's – I feel like I could go either way.
1: Or somewhere in the middle. You can maybe meet it halfway with a few dead and, a few, you know, yeah. struggling for life trees. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah maybe, maybe. Like, yeah, I, I feel like I have to do... I mean, I might even do one of each just so that I've got the option.
1: <laughs> but I feel like yeah. it's either...
0: Because, cause like, the... The cedar trees, like the pine ones, you typically yeah you know, do end up putting foliage on them. But yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, I could go for like a darker color or, or something like that as well. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that would work okay. But yeah, that's that's sort of what I'm thinking about trying to do um, at the moment and then trying to work out like, like a forest base i could i could work out as well um yeah. but i have to be thinking about that over the next couple of weeks um what else do i do i i did some yeah, so i painted up some of the the the, fe- the matchstick fences that i've been building a yeah. sudden painting process on those basically just you know doing a little base coat and a wash and then just dry brushing some some highlights over them yeah um and the the matchsticks because you know they're wood yeah they take up the the, the they wash suck pretty it up well, they have a nice oh, yeah, little bit yeah. of yeah, they have, yeah, they suck it up, but they also yeah. like they're just they have just got the right just enough wood texture on them. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, that it does look fairly good once you've once you've got a wash and a highlight on them, yeah. Um, it's got a nice wooden te- texture. And the, the other thing I like about the mash is there's a lot of natural variability where some of the sticks are actually a little bit bent or a little bit curved or yeah. just they're not quite uniform, and it, yeah, it, ju- it just looks like. Some medieval guy has, once upon a time, spent spent a couple of weeks building this fence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> <You> yeah. <know? laughs> um, uh, Which is sort of the effect that I was hoping to get. Um, so, so yeah, so I'm sort of embarked on that. I've done, done the, one of the fields, but I actually have to do the others. Um, and I, I did spend one session painting up a little bit more of the color ones, but I've got a little bit more to go on those. Um, yeah. uh, and finally, I was yeah printing off some of the, the scorpions that, that gomor Got has been requested. requesting me to, yeah. to done, and hopefully he really wants me to get it done. so because he wants to take him to Cancun. Yeah. So yeah, I've, I've I've started on. Yeah, he wants three of them, I think. So I printed off one and a half at this point. Um, it's uh, oh, funny though because he I, wants
1: a set of three of the he same. He wants a set of three, so ah, they okay. all go together. Whereas yeah, I, cause I
0: feel yeah. I feel like he was worried, and I agree. If you just printed off one to go with the other two genuine GW ones, the one might stick out. Oh, I mean, it probably not matter because they're all individual, right? Yeah. Um. Uh. But he just, I think he just felt like scale wise, these ones are probably going to be bigger, and yeah. and if you just want them all as a, as a, as a set, um, yeah, true. Uh, and printing off three is not big, not not a big deal anyway. No. Like it's it's fine. Like yeah. I certainly don't mind doing that at all. Um. Uh. But the thing I noticed about them is they each have eight legs on the torso. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then they've also got two four with the claws. Yeah. Andrew, these things have got like 10 legs. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not an arachnid. The scorpion is scorpions no. are supposed to be arachnids. It's supposed to have six legs on the bottom. Yeah. Two legs on the front. I am a sickle for an anat- anatomy, but... <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: But I, I will lucky, send him all, all the 10 fantasy. legs. fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, I mean, yes. Yeah. Let's ignore the ridiculous skull that's sitting on top yeah. of the end of its tail, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the other. <laughs> I want um, oh, eight legs, uh, damn it! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I've I've i I've come to accept the the yeah. ridiculous fiends, the, the slendish fiend with the backwards legs, but I I can't deal with extra legs on the scorpion. No, no not happening. Let's <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> uh. Um, that. Is all the hobby really uh, for me? Okay, yeah. So I think I feel like it's been yeah a a festive week. Um, Yes, yes. Not as much hobby as we normally do, but that's because we've also had some distraction going on. Let's get into the big,
1: Mm. the big article. I was hanging Um, out for this. I was trying to work out what time it actually drops, like uh, Eastern Australian time, and it seems like it must be around ten a.m. I didn't know if they drop um, at the same time or around about the same time every release. Um, so yeah, I, I wasn't too sure, but yeah, if I'll, I'll check it next time. But yeah, it's um, yeah, there was definitely a a 10 a.m. sort of Eastern Standard Time. Um,
0: yeah, but, yeah. You mean in terms of when the actual like the preview article dropped?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like when I, I don't know if there's any time that they specifically drop, or if they just drop it sometime on the day. I, I don't know if there's like a, a scheduled drop time sort of thing for these articles. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I couldn't right. find anything on the net. It was just like it was kind of annoying because it's Boxing Day, and then like, well, was it? No, it wasn't. It was. I thought it was Boxing Day sort of evening.
2: Was yeah. It
1: like of the next day because today's the after boxing day that we're recording yeah it is i forget <laughs> <laughs> i just remembered i was looking for it i couldn't find it and then i was <laughs> trying to find it and then colin uh gomo sent it through and i was like oh damn it you missed it because i was i just kept going on to the um community page and just you know just every hour or so and yeah Oh, I, just, okay. I, I didn't know. I didn't know if there's a specific time. I had a feeling it was going to be a big one. I was just excited for it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. 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 Of course. I, I just waited for everyone to announce it, and I was like, "Oh,
0: cool." Yeah. 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 I usually I was, do,
1: but yeah.
0: <laughs> I was preoccupied watching the cricket. I must
1: admit. <laughs> <But> that's. <laughs> that's oh, Boxing Day test. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, mm. Yeah. Anyway, do you want to go through the article? I like the first paragraph of this, by the way, because. It just confirms some of these ridiculous jokes that
1: they've yeah, been writing articles. Yeah, it was. It was just, I I hit that straight away. I was just like, oh yeah, yeah Josh is going to be loving this. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll, I'll go through. Um, we'll stop at every section and we'll just have a bit of a an unboxing of each um, unboxing of each box yep, of each box. Um, yeah. So we'll start off. Uh, fun fact. Boxing Day gets its name from an ancient uh, necromatic practice in which the skeletons of the dead were removed from their coffins, ready for reanimation, which is appropriate because here at Warhammer, we have more than a few skeletons ready to take out of our closet. Yes. (laughs) There we
0: go. (laughs) Such an interesting factor. I mean, you learn something new with
1: these articles every time. yeah, yeah. yeah, (laughs) not so authority <laughs> oh, um, boxing yeah. so yeah uh it's the tomb kings um it's funny how they did this because obviously there was that bit of a leak it was sort of like all bit coincidental but um at the same time they they hit the Britonian box too so you kind of you got a bit of everything here. But it's good to see the two gore boxes. Um Yeah, so, yeah I yeah. actually thought they
0: were just gonna do the the Trim King box reveal for this article, yeah. to be honest. Because when they previewed it last week it was like it'd be an off white Christmas or something. And I yeah, was like, Oh, yeah. okay,
1: they're probably just in the two keys, but Yeah, well that's so it's like, like- Cats out well, of the bag it. anyway, so it's like, uh. yeah, well,
0: yeah, uh, exactly. yeah, we knew the yeah. Tomb King box was coming, right? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> We'd it. Seen it. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, um, so yeah, there is, um, no single launch box for Warhammer, um, the old world. Uh, as we know, there's going to be two separate, um, quite large army boxes, each mm. containing a full 1250 point army, uh, with dozens of all plastic miniatures. Um, obviously you're going to be getting the hardback uh, rulebook, which is 352 pages, not too shabby, quite a large rulebook. The old wool rule set, four-page reference sheet, uh, which obviously we were talking about last time where they reference sheets and they are, which is good. I do like myself a a nice reference sheet. Um, 20 D6 dice, um, the scatter dice, the templates, and the whippy sticks. Yeah. Oh, and transfer sticks. sticks. Yeah, got to have those with you sticks. <laughs> mm. Um. So yeah, with the tomb kings, as we know, I'll just touch on it quickly. Uh, already discuss this. So it's got the uh, the lich priest. Um. Mm. Oh, sorry, the lich priests have exhumed the horde of uh, ninety three tomb kings, including <laughs> the magnificent new lich priest on. On the bone dragon, Necro- yeah, necrolith bone oh, dragon, necrolith. yeah, yeah, yeah. which can additionally be built, um, tomb king on foot, which I think is really cool that you can get that extra model in there, um, or be built yeah. instead as a tomb king on bone dragon. Um, yeah. so yeah, they're both pretty nice kits. Obviously, the yeah. heads, yeah. the heads, How- not everybody's taste, but yeah, yeah.
0: How long do you think it'll be before that you can buy that kit separately? You
1: think, yeah. Uh, so I imagine it launches. You'd be just in that box, right? Yeah, maybe. What three months, six months, yeah. maybe? Yeah, probably surely not, not too long. long. Yeah, yeah, surely That'll not be, too long. There'll be a heap on eBay, I reckon. I reckon people will be getting these and splitting them up like they always do. So, yeah, that's, true. that's true. be too much, too much of a shortage. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, probably yeah. 40... buying them up. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Uh forty skeleton warriors, thirty-two skeleton archers, sixteen horsemen, and three chariots. Um mm. so yeah, saw that. Pretty pretty decent horde. Um it
0: is. It is. It's a good size army, you know, like as we were yeah. discussing last week, it's like it's it's really nice that you're buying one box and you're getting actually quite a good core force not just yeah. some core cool guys too, but like lots of other interesting stuff in there. The chariots are nice and the type of thing. Yeah. Um, and such it's, it's a much more complete army than the sort of the halfway things you used to get with, with the starter boxes that had, you know, yeah. Two, two armies. Um, yeah. Uh, competing against each other. Cause, cause they obviously wouldn't have enough space to really have a, either either of those armies to, to really be filled out um, yeah which yeah. was sort of the worst of both worlds because then you wouldn't have enough you wouldn't have enough of an army to play with each other and often nah. you wouldn't really you'd be buying it by yourself anyway so you just sort of have end up having two half armies yeah and it'd be like or oh, you know what do i do with this so i feel like this is a much better design having one box with with one fairly large army and then you can yeah, yeah um if your friend has also bought one box you can both play against each other like i think that yeah that works so much better
1: yeah, well, that's it. Um, like They're talking about that. Like Each box contains 1250 points. Um, mm. So, yeah, yeah. It seems like they are quite reasonably uh, similar in point cost. I think uh, so. Which, I think so. It's quite good. Because,
0: um, yeah, I actually put... I mean, I don't know the point values, but obviously, because they haven't released any point values apart from the yep. ground lights at this point. Um but I put the the Britannia box into the Army Builder for six <laughs> set, just to see. Just I was like, yeah. oh, I wonder if this actually adds up to to twelve hundred fifty, you know, in six set. And now part of it, it was hard necessarily because there there isn't really a duke in six yeah. just a baron, um, uh, and obviously it depends on his equipment. But just for the, yeah. I think I think it added up to for a basic lord on on Pegasus and the rest of the guys. Um, set up in the way they are here, with two units of meta arms and two units of six knights of the realm. I think it was like eleven. or oh, sorry, yeah, eleven hundred points, or just yeah, over right. that, like eleven hundred twenty or something. Um, and I guess if you added a hundred points of magic items to the lord, you yep. might you might start to get just over twelve hundred. Just yeah. Um, but it I was interesting, because I was like, oh, I wonder if because I was actually expecting it might be more. If there was um, significant point reductions in the co- the costs of these things, because you know yeah. how often when we went from six to eight, a lot of the the core units did seem to drop in price. Yeah, so you ended up with as much bigger armies at, at twelve, at two thousand. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. But me doing that little experiment didn't didn't seem to make a massive difference. So I'm interested yeah. to see yeah what the what the points values ultimately are.
1: Yeah, well, I think yeah that that would be. That would be good. Um, it seems like that's the general consensus from a majority of the community about not having the, the huge scale, I suppose, of the armies in 8th edition, which, I mean, look, you probably, realistically, you might only have, you know, one or two more units in an 8th edition army. So they weren't stupidly huger, but yeah, there was definitely a, a larger feel to an 8th game than a 6th game.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: Um, um, so, yeah, we'll go through... What well, what do we get the Britannian box? So you get 76 miniatures. 76. Um, so, obviously, the Lord on the uh, Pegasus, Royal Pegasus, can be built as a Duke or Baron. Um, so you got uh, backed up by uh, 12 Britannian knights of the realm. Uh, you got 36 Brett uh, men-at-arms and 24 peasant bowmen um, with two defense stakes, um, three peg knights, uh, and obviously the uh, the transfer sheets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what what is it? It was it's... 16 did it used to be in the um, met at arms and the peasant... Bowman, do they come as units of 16?
0: I think, yeah, I think it might have been, I think they're double sized now. Yeah. So I think it might have been maybe even 18. I mean, I feel like they're putting 18. two yeah. extra sprues for each one, essentially. So 36 yeah, okay. minute arms. Oh, I didn't even think it was that much. Because they're 18. 18. Even 18 seems like a lot. <laughs> To be yeah, honest, I, thought I, feel it was like, 16. I feel like it might have been 16 because, yeah, I feel like it was multiples of eight. Yeah. I think you're right. So, how did they get to 36? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, that's, the it was, weird I one. thought that'd 32. Oh, oh, they might have one more sprue. I think because it was, yeah, it was four on each sprue. Okay. So, yeah, they may have an extra half sprue in there to get to 36. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what they've done. That'll make sense. And then, sense. yeah, the, bow, the Bowman probably the same. Um, mm. Uh, and yeah, the the Knights of the Realm, I think, were I can't remember if that was four, eight or six. I think it might have been eight originally in the Knights of the Realm box. I yep. think. Um, uh, a lot of transfers on that sheet, by the way, one hundred and seventy-six yeah, transfers. I wonder how big that sheet is. But I think I really those looking... little ones, but remember the transfers. Yeah, there will be tiny ones. On the, yeah, you know, arms, that type of thing for sure. Um. And the knights, you know, I think they've probably enough transfers for you know yep. four for each knight and the type or five probably with the shield as well, actually. Um and then one for each um men at arms. Interestingly with the transfers, they mentioned the transfers this at the first of, first paragraph where they're talking about the the rule book box and the yep. dice and everything, and they mentioned transfer sheets in that list. And there's no mention of transfers with the Tomb Kings box. Nah. Yeah, no. Um and there's you know, like so I'm starting to wonder because then the mission transfers again with the Bretts, and it's like, what's the transfer sheets up there in the rule book section? Yeah, is that for the Tomb kings or is that, is that just some yeah, other random? Yeah. Like what? I'm trying to think of what other general use transfers there might nah. be that we could ever want.
1: That's a good spot. Uh, I just read that. I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
0: What it <laughs> I guess we just have to wait and see. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, I do, it's interesting too, as you say, about the size of the armies because the photos, the, the way they've set out these armies, those units look pretty small. I, I guess it might yeah. just be to enhance the sight, like to make these boxes look more impressive, mm. I suppose, because if I literally just had a unit of 12 knights and a unit of 30, 36 men at arms, it would yeah. probably be not that impressive. But I'm sort of hopeful that these units are, cog- are like representative of how the game actually has plays best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, in which case, yeah, you're looking at yeah, units of 18-minute arms, which would be kind of cool. I mean, in the photos, yeah. they've got them six wide, but um, maybe that's to do with the horde rules, or I don't know. we we'll just have to wait and see a little bit.
1: It's a, it's a good box, the Brats. Oh, I like what's mm. in it um, compared to the Tomb Kings. Just going off, yeah. Um, just the horsemen. Oh, I haven't seen a lot of horsemen getting used. So obviously, I'm hoping the rules of, change to make stuff more viable Um, but I I could see you probably or people using the Brett box like in its entirety a little bit more um, uh, I don't know what What do you think about the 16 horsemen
0: I think horsemen. We, we really have to wait and see what the actual rules are you well know, that's really? it yeah I don't think, yeah. Based on I think
1: we can draw too much from
0: yeah, the six or eight. I don't, how popular were they in eighth? I think I feel like they're around a, bit, a little bit 8th. I can't remember. Were they? Um, I don't know. But yeah, in six they weren't that great. And yeah, I don't know. Well, I I hope they're viable. You know, they're in the core yeah. box. You know. Um. Yeah, uh, a bit more
1: like heavy, heavier sort of rather than like a light troop. Yeah. Because obviously, light troops you only are uh, light. Um, not light troops. Bloody. Um. Like fast cam. Fast cav, yeah. You, you only mm-hmm. really have so many fast cav um, in most armies. So, you know, it would be good if they had like a fast cav option and maybe a, a heavier option as well. Yeah, yeah, so for utilize sure. utilize
0: those. For sure. But maybe, you know, because like, that's the other thing they really suffered from was they they couldn't operate very far from the center of the army as well. Yeah. Uh, in terms of, you know, mobility. So I yeah. feel like that, that always, they always suffered a lot from that. But I don't know. I guess, yeah, well,
1: yeah, wait and see. Just to
0: wait and see, but yeah, if because if, if they're not viable, there's going to be a lot of skeleton horsemen on eBay. <laughs> yeah, You're like, it's what like,
1: are we doing with yeah.
0: sixteen horsemen? I don't want these horsemen.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's what happened with the old Wood Elf boxes. I, I felt like the um, uh, I forget what they're called. The Wood Elf, not the Wild Riders. The well, the other horsemen. They had the the fast cav, the Glade Riders, riding, the Glade Riders, um, because they came in that box. Um, in eighth edition, I just found like, yeah, on it was just fluttered on eBay because people, you know, just couldn't use them that much. You, you might have one unit, two units, but yeah, just yeah, you just, wouldn't have more yeah.
0: than two for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. Anyway, keep going. Right. Um, so yeah, obviously the the rule book, everyone, yeah, the big
0: the big blue book.
1: Yeah. Um. So will also be available separately um so obviously as was spoken quite a large book weighty uh 352 pages featuring over 70 pages of background which i reckon's pretty cool pretty cool background. yeah
0: oh man i'm loving the 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 background the dedication that they're putting into this yeah And uh, that they mentioned further down in the other books as well like it's yeah yeah, exciting, yeah. you know. And this is yeah. like a new a new era that we haven't, you know, that's been mentioned in the other. book Obviously, lots of other army books and stuff. Oh, this happened in this period that time expanded. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They it gives you really. a chance to really expand on the on the, and make a whole new's yeah yeah level of, of fluff and yeah um, interest, which which isn't to do with the end of the world, you know. Like I'm no. yeah, so excited to read to read it.
1: Yeah. So uh what's break breakdown into the core and advanced rules of the game mm-hmm. yeah um so let's face it obviously you need both um <laughs> it's funny like you find some games they got like they they almost put it in like um the basic rules like you can almost play a game but i find you can't really play a game with those yeah, um I,
0: th- I feel like you do it maybe, maybe if you were learning for the first time you know the yeah. first game you play might just be core rules but then i yeah. feel like if from then on, everyone probably just play it. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's important to have that just to make the game a bit more accessible, maybe. True, you know? yep. Because um, uh, it's pretty dense. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I feel is. like most of the people that are playing it will be, yeah, experienced what game yeah. it, but it is. I feel like it is important to try to maintain some kind of accessibility
1: to yeah, people it would get really uh, played it before. Yeah, it would be uh, quite, quite daunting uh, going yeah. through those 100-odd, <laughs> special rules whatever they got um yeah. so there's a explanation of the winds of magic um and the rules for casting spells um the gallery of armies as always um from the heavy metal studio yeah. um the rules for building armies setting up your battlefield um and it's also going to be released as an EPUB. um yeah I'm not a huge EPUB fan personally no I've never did. bought
0: one and, uh, <laughs> Only ever got the books. Yeah, really worse. yeah. I don't even own a tablet. Sorry.
1: Ah, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I've I've got a tablet. I've got uh, you know, I, I won't I won't mention any companies. I do have a PDF version of some books of just you know descriptions. I, I won't really get into, but they they can be quite hard to navigate. Um, you still like scrolling up and down, and you know, like a. A book to me just seems you know, you can kinda have your little um uh uh what do you call them, like post it notes and things like that. Just quick yeah. quick little yeah. They're searchable though, aren't they? Like you could use like a search term in those. Yeah, apps, yeah, you, you can. And they usually got like a menu that you can go to as well. But yeah, I I don't know, I just I, I like it. It's, I mean,
0: yeah, I like the book in that you start to after you've used it for a while, you have a good feeling about where things are. Where in the it book. is, yeah, you can find it relatively easily. Yes, yeah. from memory almost. Uh, yeah, uh, I must admit, I do, I do like you know, you know that six-ed app on the website. That searchable rulebook is. Oh yeah, that's because cool. the end book is is a mess. Yeah, <laughs> so finding yeah. rules in that book is is awful. Yeah. Um. So I definitely I've definitely been in- appreciating more and more just being able to use my phone and find rules that I need in that book in that way.
1: Yeah. Um, no. 100%. That being said.
0: Yeah. That being said, I think I always at least want to have the paper copy on hand regardless. And then mm. yeah, you know, I'm not sure if I'd buy an eBub as well as the main book. I feel like it's a bit of a waste of money, really. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah. How, well, having, having
0: it. the physical
1: book is nice, isn't it? Yeah, well I mean cost wise, uh, rule book, I'd dare say you'd be looking in the seventy to eighty range, I'd be hazing hazarding a guess. Um so they're not super cheap really. Yeah, at least that's Australian at least, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um so unfortunately Australia tend to pay we've got the the Aussie tax. Um yeah. so yeah, stuff tends to be a smidge more expensive in australia um that's also yeah. obviously accounting for um you know the conversion rate um it's funny because uh, a lot of stuff i actually get sent over from i buy it is from the uk um my games workshop stuff like new in box new on sprue it's just obviously it must be so much cheaper over there so even converting to pounds, um, it still works out, and having it sent over postage, it still works out cheaper than buying from Australia. So that goes to show, obviously, there is a bit of a big difference there. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, um, it, it hurt a bit when G-
0: eBay had to start charging GST on those, but um, yeah. even then, it still often works out cheaper.
1: <laughs> nah, I think um, there was there was something about it, and somebody like asked. Like GW, about you know, places like Australia, I think Canada was a little bit more expensive as well. Asking Mm. why there was a bit of a premium price, and they just said, Oh, just because they're they you know, they pay for it like there's no drop in sales for it to be bumped up a little bit. Um, Mm. they just thought it was that the right price range. I don't know how true that is, but yeah, I definitely read that somewhere anyway. Um, going into uh, this is caused a bit of concern amongst um, other um, other people from what I've been reading online. I, I personally like it, but we'll go into it and discuss it. So yeah, the rules have been basically broken into separate um, books and entities. So the first is going to be your forces of fantasy and ravening hordes. Um, so all nine mm. factions in the game will be available at launch in one of two tombs covering the forces of good and evil. So respectively the forces of fantasy and the ravening hordes, um, forces of fantasy is a 192 page book available in hardback and, uh, EPUB forms, uh, covering the five factions. Who's going to be the Dwarven mountain holds, empire, man, kingdom of Britannia, wood elf realms, and the high elf realms. Mm -hmm. Um, each army gets an introduction a gallery of miniatures grand army composition list uh, which is what we were sort of discussing the other day um, between the grand army and obviously the other specialist sort of list that you're going to have a complete set of unit profiles um, so you'll have no need for a separate army book to play um, even though you probably will uh, special rules, yeah. magic items, and unique spells. The Ravening yeah. Hordes contains all the evil factions. Uh, so there's only four evil versus five good. Um, so that's 160 pages. Hardback ebook book again. Um, so it's got Orc and Goblin Tribes, the Warriors of Chaos, the Beastmen, Brayherds, and the Tomb Kings. Um, so obviously you're going to need the, the rule book and one of these uh, as a minimum. Yeah. Um, so That's yeah, like, did it's... you want to have a chat or just go straight into the journals and then? No, have a I'll,
0: chat? I'll talk. I I I feel like they didn't need to call them good or evil. Like yeah, I, I actually quite like the names they've come up with. You know, yeah, forces of fantasy and reusing ravening hordes, and I feel yeah. like that could have just been the name of each book. Yeah. Um it's con- it's confusing to turn it into a dichotomy like that. Uh, especially for some of those the evil ones that are kind of like not necessarily evil, they're just chaotic or they're sort of like the Lorks and Goblins or they're sort of just neutral or like the Tomb Kings without I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well the wood elves are sort of a bit grey as well. Like yeah. they're kind of like they're not the super fluffy, nice elves. They're sort of the no, badass. Absolutely. The way they sound start fluff. Yeah, they sound <laughs> yeah. a more and more
0: um, yeah, chaotic and and self serving and yeah, yeah. Uh, ethereal. Like it was, you know, it was kind of cool though when they did that. Yeah, um, but they're just plonking them into the forces of good. It simplifies things a bit too much, I feel. Yeah, um, it's interesting that there's no fluff mentioned in that in that um, description of the book, you know, whatsoever. Yep. So we'll talk about the arcane journal shortly. Um, where you know, and people are like up in arms about all the different books, but yeah. Like this, these I feel like these these two books are pretty stripped down. Like, yeah, you know they've had to jam in quite a lot into each of these books. Yeah, um, and there isn't much fluff in there. There's nothing else really in there apart from rules. By the the way, the way it reads anyway, the description apart from the yeah, intro yeah, and a few and a few photos like gallery of, of painted guys. Um, mm. I feel like they've yeah they've they've tried to jam in as much as they could into these. Um, uh. But I, I don't mind that. Like it's it's very reminiscent of, you know, the Horace Hersey release where they had the the um the Loyalist and Traitor as the initial release and you know, and had all the, the different um rules for each side in those books. Yep. Um and Lord of the Rings one where they had the you know the the armies of Lord of the Rings and the Armies of the Hobbit releases as well. Yeah. Um uh, it's how they do specialist games these days. Yeah. Isn't it? Um, and it? And it is really nice because it makes it so much ac- so much more accessible to be able to to look at other armies' rules rather than having to try to. You know, I don't want to buy this whole other army book.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just oh, that is a good point. Actually, that's a really good point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm not too sure. I'm somewhere in the middle. Like, it doesn't bother me having the multiple books. Um. Overly other than the fact that you might have to look up multiple books for, you know, different rules and making armies. You might be going back and forth a bit, even though I can definitely see there's going to be apps that are going to help you achieve that um, within time. Um, People always seem to make things that are going to, you know, make processes quicker. Um, I'm just wondering... Uh, with the point structure if this is going to be something that's going to be like um, can get re-released you know not super often but often enough to maybe fix up you know point discrepancies and things like that Um, and obviously the other thing as well which we were discussing about having a a live sort of world, like as in like it's a moving time period um, with that fluff and then obviously having, um, you know, different characters coming in and, you know, just keeping it as like a moving entity, like a living, breathing sort of fantasy world, where that is going to be encompassed if they did do that? Or is it simply going to be almost like old Warhammer where... They just keep on bringing stuff out, but like the you know you can have characters from any sort of time period if you get me like it's not it's not like it's yeah. a moving time period,
0: yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, I feel like that that seems seems more likely that they'll bring out yeah other stuff that you can just sort of plug in without yeah. having to change up the whole the whole list, um, yeah, which, yeah. Again, was well, something in Lord of the Rings I did where you know they they'd, they'd release certain characters in the expansions. Some of the characters would be quite historical characters, like I think Helm Hammerhand was one example. Yeah, um, you know, which was you know a character from that well preceded the Third Age, uh, or was it the Third Age? Well, it was, well, it was preceding like the theatrical. You know, Lord of the Rings setting, yeah. Um, and he came with you know a certain rule set, which you could create an army around that character. Um, but it was all within the context of you'd still use him in that list. But with certain limitations about different units that weren't around in that period. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so you could still yeah, essentially yeah, they still release a character from a different era um, uh, that was usable in the game, and you use the same the same books essentially. Yeah, um, but you just had to use a certain certain unit you know, variant to be able to sort of make the whole the whole this sort of valid, I suppose. Um, but
1: yeah, yeah, it's
0: it's it, it does create a lot of flexibility that you can sort of just bolt on certain new units into these things, and if you if you create the right limitations, it can it can it can work really well as a themey sort of option.
1: Um, yeah, i will just to see. For some reason, I just thought it was kind of going to build up to the Great Chaos Invasion. Yeah, um, I think so yeah,
0: point. I was thinking so too. I don't know how they're gonna do that. Yeah. I don't know how and they're gonna do that because I feel like you're right, like as they 'cause they sort of hit each army once with a, a supplement. Yep. And then they're not really gonna go back
1: to it, are they? Like that's like yeah, right, this is well, Tomb yeah. Kings You're Done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> Unless they start, you know, that might be sort of like the next generation of the old world. Um maybe they're just trying yeah. to get it all this part out, and then, you know, like I think it's like Age of Sigma. Like, you know, the first edition was quite just trying to get stuff out, and then obviously the second and third has added on these extra bits. It's made it so popular. Yeah, um, yeah, possibly. So yeah, and I'd love, to, I'd love to see
0: the, the non the non core factions um, supported yeah. as well eventually. You know, yeah, yeah, 100%. it does feel really weird having only nine factions. Yeah, honestly.
1: The game that we used to have so much variety. Yeah, and it's sort of um having the the grand army composition when it talks about the PDFs only, you know, having a, a support for Grand Army. Um but now you can see the Arcane journals, which we'll obviously hit on in a sec, has obviously additional support for those the the main the main armies. Yeah. Um which Yeah,
0: so shall we go through the, the journals then?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah. so obviously yeah the the addition to all these um which is it kind of states it it's not a necessity to play even though for competitive play and pretty much 95 percent of people out there it kind of is will be a necessity is the arcane journals so um in addition to the the two lots of the hardback books um there are the arcane journals um so there's softbacks for each faction that expands. Um, in all, um, all of its history, as Josh was just talking about before, there's not mm. doesn't seem like there's any fluff in the Ravening Hordes sort of style books. No. Um, the heraldry, the maps, which everybody loves, especially the maps. me, love it. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, the special characters, which everybody loves, the special characters. Um including oh, yeah, the certain... special
0: characters. I, I actually missed that. Yeah, so there's no special characters in the main books then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So including a certain undead emperor? Yeah, that'd be oh, Cetra,
2: it? wouldn't
1: it? Or... Oh, colour me intrigued. I'm trying to work out. Yeah? Cetra, you reckon? Dunno.
2: Don't know. Don't That would, me. That don't would know. make
1: sense, because it's only going to be the Britonians and the, uh, the Tomb Kings coming out, wouldn't it? So yeah, yeah. there you go um awesome. the magic items um so additional spells so these will be probably your what well, would be your specific um spells for that army um a historical scenario which yeah. is pretty good um the thematic armies of infamy which sound fantastic yeah so, so excited about that yeah you select your uh, armies from different um, compositions, which, yeah. like, you can see they're just going to have, you know, just give you a completely dynamic way to play from your traditional way of playing for those factions. Uh, so, for instance,
0: yeah, super excited, isn't it? It's like, yeah, it's like a real callback to sixth rather than eighth, where, yeah, lots of themed individual lists that are like really part of the game. Um, even the Bretonians, like you know, the there was no back in the book list in the Bretonian original army book. Yeah. So the only other theme list we had, even in six, was just the Errantry War list from the Storm of Chaos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that was it. Like that was the only other themey option that we had um, in terms of actual rules support. Um yeah. So even this is already more exciting because you got. I think it wasn't the um, the Exiles list. Actually, it might be mentioned later on. Is it? Mentioned? Yeah. Yeah, that's how I mentioned in the next paragraph, either yeah, between Exiles or the, and the Errantry Crusades. So I was like, oh, yeah. so excited to see. I mean, I'm not sure, personally, Andrew, I'm, I'm not much of a one for Black Powder, for Bombards and that type of thing. So I'm not sure how much... I mean, I probably will play with Exiles at some point. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Exiles would be like the Borderlands type thing, isn't it, where, yeah, because they referenced it the other week, where it was like you might be able to use Bombards. and yeah. Maybe we will give it a try, but I'm I'm a lot more excited about errantry crusades. I just love the errantry Entry Errant knights. I just love
1: having loads and loads of Errant
0: knights and having them zoom across the board in chaos.
1: <laughs> yeah. So was that sorry, was that the same one that was in um the storms of chaos? Yeah, yeah. That was the entry yeah, crusades. It was, yeah. it
0: was errantry war then. And there's yeah, entry okay. crusades here. But yeah, similar rules. But that's so, I know, it's the same similar thing. But fluff, I still but, I still love yeah, that fluff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> No,
1: like no, nah. <laughs> nah, nah, that, that'd be good. Yeah, And I'm sure they'll put a spin on it where it's going to be um, having its own flavor, not just a carbon copy from uh, Storms of Chaos. Yeah, um, I would imagine.
0: I would imagine. I mean, those those rules are a bit zany in the Storm of Chaos where you could roll like an extra D6 for pursue rolls and stuff. And, oh, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> you everything, you had an errantry banner for free yeah. and you could have a Ground Knight champion in the unit. Of the unit there at nights. Like a whole lot of random things in there, which I don't imagine will be.
2: Yeah, in yeah. This, in
0: this book. Although if they did, I'd be really funny. Um <laughs> uh, interesting that they had they mentioned spells um in the arcade journals. They 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 say mention unique spells up in the army books as well. Yeah. So it was interesting to see. What spells are where? I suppose. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, as you were saying, like, there's a there's a lore of the lady in some of the entry lists for Bretonia uh, Yeah. We were breaking down a few um, month ago. Um. Because uh, yeah, we, we we're we trying to work out yeah, were they going to have extra spells you could sub in for certain? You know, if you had a certain level of cast, could you use like yeah, your your army special spell or something like that, or would it be yeah. a signature spell? Um. I have no idea I'm excited to find out
1: that's no, good um, it's like more yeah. more fluff and I'm sure it'll be balanced out in a way where you might have to have like a certain like you said a certain army or obviously um you know these these certain themed armies um with the armies of infamy you know they they might have something attached to it which is pretty pretty cool, really, because that gives it, yeah, definitely, you know, a mm. stronger flavour. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah the limitations
0: are just as important in the in you know, creating that flavour, I reckon. Like, as much yeah, as it enables certain things, you've also got to have limits of others.
1: Yeah, a um, bit of balance,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can imagine, yeah, like the Exiles will not, not be able to have ground Knights or something like that. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, I reckon that would be yeah, plausible.
1: Um... um so yeah, what, the Tomb Kings, uh they've got the, the, the Nehekarin royal host and the, mm, mortuary, the cults, mortuary cults, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, sounds interesting. I really dunno what they are. I yep. wish Colin was here, Gomer was here to, to tell yeah. us <laughs> what that is. Mortuary implies.
1: cults sound cool. Just sounds like these. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, It sounds <laughs>
0: cool. <Yeah. laughs> Not gonna lie. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I don't really have any particular insight <laughs> to either of those.
1: Nah, nah. Um, it it would be cool if sort of like, give it a bit of flavor as well. Like, you know, if it sounds like these Exiles, Returning Exiles, I'm assuming they're going to have links with the Empire, probably using Empire models. Um, I'm just wondering if, like, some of these you might have, i just say with Vampire accounts. I know, obviously, we're hmm. not getting them, but the Mortuary cults, maybe you might have, like, living cultists maybe oh, i don't know just oh yeah you, you know you might it might just That's have this fluff yeah we just got these like yeah you never know i was just sort of because i know yeah. you know like with um vampire counts how they were um they've actually got living people in their in the realm as well that sort of serve them too it's not just not everyone's actually undead they've actually got sort of you know they take peasants and stuff to war and you know, it's sort yeah. Of, yeah, it's all it's all pretty cool. You never really see that um on the oh in sixth you did, but not in um uh, not in like okay. eighth or anything like yeah. that. So yeah, that sure. that would be cool seeing that return.
0: Yeah, yeah, it will be interesting to see how many new units are put in these these um armies of infinity. How many other additional options they put in because yeah, that would be that'd yeah, be pretty cool. Um, Now I don't know What do you feel about Like this is like Three books now We've already got two Yep You know We've got the rule book The army book And then the Supplement army book Yep Um, uh, Because I think There has been a bit Of mixed uh, reaction To this Yeah Very Very
1: Well uh... I'm surprised Really But Oh You you you're surprised What the reactions Or the books The reaction (laughs) Oh yeah Oh I think, yeah, the the reactions coming out are quite negative. I'd, like, I wouldn't say it's... There it wasn't a lot of positive reactions. Um, I think it's just the... Probably, I, I wouldn't say the same people, but it's, to me, I don't know. I'm glass half full with this whole um, release. Most of the stuff I've liked is cool. Most of the stuff you're getting here is pretty cool. Like you said, there's going to be benefits to the ravening horde style books where you're not just getting one, you know, your own singular army that you go through. You're getting four or five, depending on good versus evil of stuff in there. Um And like you said, you can go yeah. through other people's armies and yeah, it's, yeah. I, I reckon it's, well, look, it, yeah. it comes and down I- to price point. I think if they're coming in at like a, you know, a a three-figure book, you know, a hundred and something dollars, probably starting to take the piss, but yeah. Yeah, that's it's... true. It all,
0: it all comes down to price point. You're right. Yeah. yeah if if it's it not like
1: $150 each, I'd be like, oh, that's
0: a lot of money. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I mean, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like the armies would be very playable out of those, out of the main books. Like, I know everyone's going on about how you need the Arcane Journal. Like, they're all, I mean, it's all theoretical, really, because we have no idea yeah. really what's in the Arcane Journal, exactly. how they describe it. Yeah. But it, it, I feel like it's, you know, it gives you extra options with the thematic lists and the special characters and that type of thing. Yeah. But by no means is it really strongly needed for you to be able to play, you know, and have a reasonably competitive and interesting game. To have that as part of it, like, yeah, like really, you, your main grand army competition list, which most armies are going to be, are already in the main book. You yeah, know? like I, I really, I I don't think there's a problem with that, and like I also feel like there's no way they could have fitted in all your yeah all the fluff and history and, and maps, um, uh, for each faction into the main book. Like that would have just made it. You know ridiculously massive, I feel yeah um and then and then the other thing is you know, if they, if they've done all that and put all the armies of infinity in those main books for each faction, then it's like wh- wh- where where else do we do we go now, like how do we keep this game sort of interesting and alive like what what's the next release after this, you know, like yeah, it's all out, <laughs> <You> yeah, <know? laughs> um, whereas I feel like being able to do a little piecemeal at once so at once i mean yeah people have been like oh it's like dlc it's like just you know they're just dripping it out Uh, i feel like that sounds bad like is it you know then we have we have we're able to look forward to the next pair so i imagine they come out in pairs again and you know yeah i don't know if they'll have a a whole army box you know in the future like will they have orcs and goblins versus empire or something like that and then the arcade journals with them i don't know but um, I do like the idea that yeah, these little journals are going to keep being released, and it'll just freshen up a game and create more yeah. interests and options. But I, don't, I don't. The main thing that would scare me, Andrew, is if each book progressively gets more powerful, like the arcane yeah. journals. Like if if there's power creep going on, and each time it's progressively, you know. Um, it sort of beats out the previous releases yeah that that substantial. that, that, that yeah. would have me concerned you know if, if yeah. it was suddenly on a treadmill like that, like like how they used to do it with um age of signal, but i my gut feeling and really my hope is that that's not gonna be the case, and each each release will just be adding on just more options without adding on layers of powerfulness, yeah, um, yeah, and it just you just have nice levels of fluff and that type of thing and that's that, that's all I really wanna be seeing. And I feel like this is, yeah, I don't, I, I can't imagine a better way of doing it than this, really. Like it's either this, or you're doing your individual army books with a, yeah, a big, a, a ravening horde style PDF, and then doing, yeah, yeah, your individual books. I don't know. I feel like this is a, a better way of supporting the game as a whole.
1: Yeah, especially for the like you are saying, the at least supporting the launch of it. Um, I mean, this is only. You know the the first edition of the old world um, mm. doesn't mean they can't find something better. You know the second edition. Um, yeah, like you said, I, other than coming out with all the rule books for everybody straight away, but then you're not going to have supported armies or anything like that. Yeah, I yeah. I, I think this is pretty smart. And I'm um, yeah, right. You might have to throw another fifty dollars the two books rather than having, you know, just one large army book, now you're getting the the large ravening hordes and then a a small sort of paperback. Um I can't see these paperbacks like the arcane journals being stupidly expensive. They they don't look overly large. Um and I, I think they're sort of reading the room and know that people wouldn't be overly happy if you go got to buy multiple hundred dollar books, like three yeah. hundred and something dollar books, like people, would yeah, just... that would be ridiculous. If it was, yeah, there's their soft yep.
0: cover, they look fairly small. They don't really say the page number, but they look, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, Quite well, small. That's I don't think they'll be that expensive. I've... Nah, one, one would hope. I, I, I feel like I'm likely to buy both of the, the main army list books. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think you'll buy? The good and, like, the Force of Fantasy and the Revening Hordes?
1: Um, just trying to think so, what I'll be playing. Yeah, so, it's going to be playing
0: Because there's, there's Gobos and War of the and Beastmen and Trim Kings in the Revening Hordes one.
1: I'll just got rid of all my chaos. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've got most, most got, of mine oh, are going to be on uh, yeah, PDFs. Just...
1: I've, I'm going to have Skaven, I'll have um, mm. uh, Bamps, and I'll have uh, who else have I got? My bloody Chaos Dwarves. So yeah, right. And you've got High Elves be and Dwarves in, the, in the, of the, dwarves dwarves of the fantasy anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fair so they're my five current armies. Yeah. For now. <laughs> <laughs> For now. <laughs> so you're uh, making a Beastman army. <laughs> nah, nah, I they, I want to get Wood Elves. It's, I've always wanted Wood Elves, but I'm just...
0: Oh, well, that's fortunate. And you still just need the one book then.
1: Yeah, I know. See, no. see how convenient that is. But that's why I like Wood Elves. I like was discussing, they're kind of... High Elves are too... A bit too... A bit too prissy? Yeah. Too goody-goody? Course, wood Elves are sort of a bit badass. So Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay. um, Shall we hit these miniatures? Yeah,
0: let's do it. Um, yeah. Again, this is probably one that yeah it would have been good for Gobbo's well, reaction because he's pro- I think he was kind of excited about these, wasn't he? Especially the first one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope I don't obliterate this name, so forgive me. Um, Nekath, I'm guessing. Nekath. Yeah, Nekath. yeah I think it's me. Yeah. yeah, that sounds yeah. better. Uh, Emissary of uh, Setra. Um, so Cetra, the Perishable... Um, has accumulated truly oh jeez, here we go Prode- prodigious prodigious number mm-hmm. of oh jeez prodigious number of epithets
0: and achievements there you go. i i need
1: a i need a dictionary here um over the long centuries of his unlife, and this seemingly endless list of titles and victories is recounted in full by his loyal servant. Necaf um before each battle, luckily um animated skeletons are very patient Is another one of those jokes <laughs> <laughs> armed with the uh enchanted flow of conquered kings uh necaf emissary of cetera uh pulverizes those who refuse to kneel before his immortal liege so I mean, what what's he got oh. he's got his um so it's it's like his long list of achievements. So he's like the the caller, the guy who comes out before you know the knight or the king or whoever, yeah. and just says, you know, this yeah. is uh, the herald, I guess. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. This is Cetera. Mm-hmm. and then um, cries out his long list of achievements um, to his soon-to-be-conquered enemy.
0: he to be very patient. Very patient to hmm. to wait for all all those glorious achievements to be called
1: out. Yes. He does look pretty cool, but and he's like just there just with this screaming open mouth, just crying out the achievements. Um I like the Yeah, I like it. I like how yeah. long
0: that, that ridiculous um scroll is and it goes all the way <laughs> from the top. And he's such a high model too, sitting on yeah, a ridiculous yeah. rock plinth, a tactical yeah. rock. Yeah. And then that scroll is going all the way down his feet and then down further. Mm. Um, it's it's got the right level of tomb kiddiness. It feels a bit old however I, I it's not overdone at all. Yeah. Um, I like the scarabs going up, that's a nice touch.
1: Yeah. I think it's a cool model. Yeah, it is. It's got some yeah, stupid cool huge model. mace hanging off him like some of the Aegis Sigmas and to get a bit bit silly in the oh, weapons yeah. department and armor department. Um, yeah,
0: do you think do you think that him sitting on that massive rock will hide the the scale creep a bit better?
1: It will be large. It will be large. It'll it will be, be, be higher than the Dell. Yeah, uh, well, it's going to be higher than the BSB, which is uh, funnily enough coming up. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, we'll hit the BSB. He's actually kind of crouched down. This guy. Yeah, so, he's yeah, crouched right now. Uh, Royal heralds are the personal champions of the Nehekarian Nehecar? uh, roya- yeah. royalty, uh, mighty combatants in life who retain their strength in undeath um, despite their withering forms. The greatest of these champions often bear banners featuring the personal heraldry of their masters, inspiring the deathly legions that accompany them into battle. Um, Yeah, I reckon mm. this banner is cool. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, I like it. I like it. It's it's got some real style to it, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, the guy um, sort of holding it is a little bit weird because it's kind of hunched over a bit. Um, the but the the banner, oh, I love the banner. Yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah, the the banner itself is really is, is uh yeah really, really nicely designed. It's um, little weapons, pretty cool. Yeah, too. I love
0: the weapons either side of the 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 skeleton in the center. A little jewel on the top of his head. Yeah, um, uh... it's like yeah, it's it's sort of gaudy, but I feel like I, that fits pretty well with this sort of army, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, I I I I think it's nice. Um, I, I I yeah, it's odd that he's so bent over, but uh, I don't mind that. I think it gives a fairly unique sort of posture. Like we haven't seen many models <laughs> dynamically oh, yeah. hunched over like like that
1: <laughs> yeah well you think uh, most undead are sort of these shambling sort of yeah so yeah 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 for sure um no yeah, yeah that's Nobody pretty cool. problems with it yep okay. um
0: and then next we've got the tomb swarm isn't it
1: yep and next coming up is tomb swarms uh so lich priests of the mortuary cults well versed in the dark arts of uh, necromancy uh, they'll bolster their armies of their masters with uh, writhing tomb swarms comprised of reanimated uh, scorpions, scarabs and all other critters of that infest the uh, necropolises. these shifting swirling masses can empower uh, overpower well-trained combatants with a storm of bites mm. and stings Yeah, um,
0: yeah I'd like to hear your cool. thoughts
1: on these do, do you like them?
0: Yeah, I do, I do. I think they're really um, creative. They just I feel like they've gone and grabbed a whole, sort up a whole bunch of different like little skeleton things and yeah. just like chucked them on there. <laughs> like you can see little lizard things and um, yeah, 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 actual full skeletons and um, a whole lot of scarabs in there. I, 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 yeah, I quite like it. I feel like it might be a little bit divisive. Yeah, um, but. I personally don't mind them, uh, even the, the scorpion on the on the top of one of them too. I, 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 yeah, a lot of detail and it looks kind of cool. Uh, yeah,
1: what do you think? I, I reckon they're better than the um the traditional swarm bases for sure. Um, some of them are a little bit over the top. Um, but I reckon just give it some time and I'll get used to them. Um, out of everything, I just thought the the other two I thought were really good, and then these I was like, oh. Uh, Might have to grow to love them. Um, But, yeah, I can definitely... I think they're heaps better than the standard, you know, the old-school swarms used to get. Like the Um, flat little scarabies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. These are a lot more three-dimensional. Yeah, they're not
0: very eye-catching, those ones. I mean, they're probably true to the fluff, but... Yeah. um, These are... Yeah, I mean, I guess they could have been maybe a little bit less, like, tall. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I guess. Like, they're quite quite um uh imposing um but yeah the, the details on them and the intricacy of them,
1: yeah yeah, yeah, I think it's no, they cool. yeah, they yeah i I think they're like cool, I just within the theme of what I'm used to, i suppose um but I mean, just give it some time with other releases, like obviously, I think they're trying to make these new models um fit in but at the same time you know be the their own new sort of range that are going to fit into within that new new realm of things yeah Um, so yeah
0: the old world definitely has got its own sort of um, aesthetic yeah 100% it it is different to middle or old hammer Um, but that's to be expected you know I'm I'm glad they haven't gone all the way down really highly um, over designed route, like they have yeah. managed to restrain themselves to some extent, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. so yeah, I, I, uh, I, I don't mind the tomb these tomb swarms.
1: Nah, um, I think it was just the first time when I saw them, I was trying to work out actually what they were. What they were, <laughs> I, I didn't see the tomb swarm bit, I just like quickly went down the picture. I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, oh, a tomb swarm, I was like, oh, so. Anyway, no. um yeah, so we'll keep moving. Um uh, yeah, that's pretty much actually it, isn't it? So Pretty much. I mean, well, yeah.
0: What do they say? Um yeah, they're getting the whole range and then Yep. Then the other factions Yeah, that's that's interesting though, isn't it? So the next subject, the next paragraph is they just talk about how these are just the first two of nine factions. Yep. And look out for the miniature releases for the other seven in due course. Yeah, man. I was really hoping they would have more than just Brett's and Trumkins at release at launch. You know? Yeah, it's, it's mind boggling. Like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Like they're selling all these rules, all these books to play with these armies. Yeah, trying to you know, especially if you're trying to attract new people, not just people that already have armies, and they'll be like, oh, can I buy someone else? Like, no, <laughs> we don't have anyone else for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's just that, um, well, it's two things, obviously. I think it's just like the scale of it is obviously quite large. Um, cause they're not creating something new. It's like reintroducing it, I suppose. Um, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Like you said, it's like in due course, like what, what are we talking about? Like if it's, if they did them all within a year, I wouldn't be too worried, but you know, any longer than that, I think that would be a bit ridiculous. Um,
0: but, I suspect yeah. it might be. I don't know. Like, yeah, I reckon there may be once every, maybe, so let's say if it was, if it was once every three months, and then two months at each yeah. three, it was pairs. Yeah. Then you know there'd be two, six. Eight. So oh yeah, you might get them all done
1: by this time next year. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Maybe maybe that's yeah maybe that, that'd be yeah
1: three name, months. I think. I think that's that's not too bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's that's well, you kind of already know they're coming out, don't you? Like you said, you got the rules, but you just, you know, you don't have the armies. Although I wonder, yeah. it's one of those things. Like, how many new players, joking, you you're going to be getting straight away? Like, maybe they're just basing this first edition around just getting the rules out there, getting the old guys back in, which seems to be the the main, you know, at, yeah, attractant. Yeah. For these old people, uh, what? Not old people, but the the older players. Um, yeah, yeah I think maybe, you're right.
0: Yeah, they're certainly aimed at the core nostalgic group who you know previously like. Certainly, the rules are very much lifted from those old games, and some of it yeah. is, you know, like there's a bit of streamlining going on, especially the magic phase. But the rest of it's pretty true to the old styles of Warhammer, you know? So I don't feel yeah. like, yeah, it hasn't, it hasn't really been dumbed down from the rules we've seen, um, you know, or simplified or streamlined, I guess is probably a better word, sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, which which means, yeah, it's not it's not necessarily as exe- as accessible as they might have made it if they were really trying to attract um, a lot of new young players, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like there is a, a, a fertile ground there that could be just because of total war yeah you know like that every like there's a lot of people that have just played that video game and never played warhammer um, yeah 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 it was funny because yeah it wasn't Grimitang the other week it was like it was, he was playing warhammer or you guys were both playing wasn't and then, yeah, like, yeah. his his daughter's friends came by and they're like yeah, yeah, oh look, trim kings that. yeah
1: <laughs> yeah there's there are there are a lot of people yeah. it's a good game too
0: like, yeah, and they there, and all they all they need to know, is, all they need to get is yeah, exposed to a, a a living rule set, and they you know they may well pick it up. Well, that's they're not going to do it if they don't have any miniatures to buy. You know? Nah, because <laughs> um, the other yeah. thing is, it's like it's not just they don't have any miniatures. Like sure, they're releasing bretonians and Tomb Kings. is like yeah, their secondhand prices have been you know yeah. ridiculous, like like gold. Yeah. Um, and have been for years because because it's been you know, they you know they weren't that popular at the end and there wasn't you know, there's hasn't been there's been a relative scarcity of those miniatures. Yeah. But now they're having a big release where, yeah, sure, those miniatures are being released, but those other seven factions will have no miniatures but new rules. Yeah, I didn't yeah. suspect that the secondhand price for those armies for the next, you know, for whatever time it is till the proper release is, the next three, six, nine months, surely those secondhand prices for the existing stuff in stock is just going to absolutely skyrocket if yeah. the old world's popular, you know? Like, I mean, like, there was, if people want to get into it, it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to make this armies, so and then, but we can't buy a new model. So we're going to have to go to the secondhand market to get, you know, yeah, Orc yeah. and Goblin army, but I can't. Kind of thing. Like like uh, if anything, it's gonna it's gonna worsen yeah um the like the pressure on prices on the second hand market for stuff that QW isn't stocking. Um, yeah, no A no, bit of a you know unintended effect I I feel. Um, yeah. but I think that's the if if they're not if they're not supplying the market, that's that's what's gonna happen, surely. You know? Yeah.
1: Well I wanna see how many more models are actually going to be Because obviously you know, looking at what they're providing in the boxes, it's what maybe a what a third of the models, maybe half of the range of the range. Yeah, well, you're missing I quite yeah, a lot to of stuff see.
0: There. It's it says in an article a full range of classic Camry miniatures. It doesn't say the full range. I don't know if that's an intentional distinction. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, I I, I would expect. I would hope that most of the, yeah, you know, like your ground lights and questing Knights and stuff will be released as well. Not just you the will have
1: problems getting those. Definitely. Like, those are
0: hideously expensive.
1: Yeah. 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 A hundred percent. Um, and if they're Some of
0: collector's items,
1: yeah. Yeah. And if the old world's coming out and they've got no, none of these, um, models, like you're saying, um, I'd hate to see what ground knights would set you back these days, or there's a few green knights getting around, but some of those lords um getting quite scarce um i mean the the yeomen are friggin jeez, yeah, the yeomen are
0: like fifty dollars <laughs> yeah. each, you yeah. know <laughs> like, you set yeah. yourself back like two hundred fifty dollars for a unit like it's is crazy, yeah,
1: yeah, so $50. hopefully, yeah, hopefully they they're releasing. You know, models for all these things, and not relying on people to hitting up the second-hand market. Um, yeah. So it'd be good to see what they're actually. Surely, surely, there's going to be a lot more models than just these. Um But how many? I mean, yeah. well, well It's one of those things, isn't it? To wait and see.
0: Yeah. So we'll wait and see. Be 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 quite patient, I guess. Yeah. Unless you have existing armies, you're stuck with playing Britonians and Twinkies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's pretty much what it feels like right now. Yeah, but yeah. it's the only way they can restart it, isn't it? Like, yeah, I don't think they were ever going to have... I mean, this is the nature of it. As you say, it's like a massive game, really. They've tried yeah. to reduce the scope by cutting it back to nine factions. Um, yeah.
2: uh,
0: but they were never going to get the backing to re-release the entire game in nah, one hit. Not in one hit. Um, but no. there's, there's, you know, well, I guess what I'm saying is, yeah, there's a range of unintended consequences of that. Yeah, um, and one of them is that yeah, I feel like secondary prices for some of those um, re release factions that haven't you know haven't got new releases yet, are, yeah, it's gonna be pretty pretty in demand. Yeah,
1: if this and then, is popular, if this is popular, and they're not cheap as we're talking at the it's moment. It's already not cheap. Right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like it's already yeah, ridiculous,
0: yeah. and it's actually just yeah. gonna make it worse until it's those factions worse. get released. Yeah, um, but but yeah yeah they yeah they they're just kind of having to take it step by step. And yeah. I am looking forward to yeah whatever new factions can come next, you know I'm hoping expecting that they will have new models for each one, mainly new, new characters, i suppose, yeah um, and yes, there is gonna be ongoing scale creep, but like we can't kind of weather i mean looking at the photos of even the m s injury and yeah. the b s b like these are on twenty fives right they're not on 20s. Yeah. so they're they're pretty they're chunky, big. yeah, even the the, the hunch guy. <laughs> Still, yeah, the hunch guy. He's probably going to be just as tall as the regular skeletons that are standing up. Which is up, weird.
1: Right? It's like the BSB just seems so short compared to this emissary. <laughs> yeah, emissary is going to be big. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's um, not. Nice, yeah, it's just just tall. Just... Do you reckon the skellies are going to be up to his shin, or?
0: Yeah, I, I can't imagine they're going to be knee height. I reckon they might, might be. Like, I reckon they'll break chibier. the knee. <laughs> oh, I don't
1: know. Might hit the kneecap did the kneecap. Okay.
0: Yeah. Let's we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, <dear>. <laughs> all right. Um, uh,
2: yeah.
0: I think that's all. Yeah. So then they just leave us, which is really unnecessary. Just leave, leave it open is the pre order date. Yeah. Like, that can't be more than a couple, of, like, even 10 days away. Like, I'm feeling like it's.
1: That's the rumor, isn't it? Yeah.
0: I, yeah, I feel like because you know, the more and more pointing to before Cancun, maybe the 20th, which is when the all the Lancers were released. Pre orders to be like two weeks before that, it will be 6th of yep. January. That's only a week and a half away. Yeah. yeah, if that's going to be the date, it might not be, but I feel like if that was going to be the date, they might have renounced it by now. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, they seem like they're at a point with all their announcements and everything that they've got, you know, the products are. You know, there to a certain yeah. extent. Um, yeah, it's all ready so, to go. They're just yeah, to, yeah. It's all building it, up. Building yeah, it, it does make sense to be within that time frame that people have guesstimated slash slightly in the know of, Um, which would be cool because, like you said, it's it's just around the corner, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it is. Yep. It is very, very exciting start to the new year.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. After break a fun Christmas, the, break Kirkman the piggy bank and start ordering some books. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Look, we're not we're not buying two boxes of two Kings, so I don't think we all have to. <laughs> buy
1: nah, two nah, nah, nah. Well, I probably won't get um, way, any we? any of these miniatures um, at the moment. I'll just be getting the books. Um, yeah,
0: the books. Yeah, I, I agree.
1: I want the Yes. Yeah. Well you have got Brett's. Um in li uh, obviously you're you're invested in Brett's. Um I've
0: I've got ample Bretts. Yeah. Yeah. I I to be honest, I sold I sold off the last of my well not the last but but most of my six in Bretts that I had sitting around on spruce anyway a few months ago because 'cause I'm like my Brett's are um Home Bread Army's fifth edition theme, and that's probably what I'm gonna be sticking with, to be honest. So um I'm likely to buy the box.
1: There'll be okay. loads of
0: Brett's after the is released anyway, so it's not really Yeah. That no, is full. So, um, what's
1: your old world? You're still up in the air because obviously you got your Woodies. Um, as then, in, what army I'll be playing with? Yeah, your, your first old world building. army.
0: Or I mean, still I'll, I'll be
1: using the Bretts to play with them for sure. Okay. Yep. Um, but you're not, not going to rebase, obviously.
0: Nah, well, I don't want to rebase. Yeah. Because I'd like to maintain compatibility to previous editions if I can. Yeah. Uh, so I fully intend to try to do River Trade Converters or, but it yeah, really yeah. depends a little bit on how the game actually plays in terms of is there formation changing often in the game that type of thing. Yeah. If there isn't then River Trade Converters will be will be really easy. So yeah, i probably go with Bretts for... I really have to, I would love to play the Bretts to start off with because you just yep. got to... It's been 20 years of the same book so I really can't yeah. wait for... <laughs> The to, next to finally play a new book yeah. published by games workshop that wasn't in 2003 <laughs> um yeah uh, and then yeah i'd probably do the woodies and or the the dark elves um maybe play with them as well once i've done them because you know
1: yeah i will be working on those um what about you what would you what would you first i'll be going probably the elves um and i don't know um I'm just bored of Dwarves, the way they play. So I'll have to have a look at this. And I can't see them playing different in the Forces of Fantasy. Um, so I'll probably have to wait until the um, the Arcane Journal comes out. And hopefully they're going to have a a quicker list that isn't the Slayer list. Um, I, I've got nothing against yeah. the Slayer list, but I just don't have that many Slayers. So I've got about 40 Slayers. So yeah. I'd have to get a, a hell of a lot more slayers, and yeah. that's another thing too. Like, if they're bringing back, like, you know, the uh, I forget what it's called. The uh, is it the Goblin Hewer? Is that oh, the uh, the Troll that's Slayer one? Rings a bell. Yeah, yeah, throws the axes yeah. I I'd, I'd hate to see what that would be going for if they don't. If if it's a, if it's in the book, um, the Arcane Journal, but they don't actually bring the model out because it's already, you know, you're pushing 200 bucks. So, Is that a
0: Forgeworld yeah. model?
1: Nah. Or was it just nah, a regular so. model? Nah, it's just a regular. Okay. But yeah. it was just wasn't released for very long. Nah, because it came out um, as part of the... Was it the... It's one of the Chaos Invasions anyway. So what? What was the Hordes of Chaos? That was the the other big supplementary, wasn't it? I think it must have been Hordes of Chaos. You're talking about eighth this... edition? Nah, no, nah, sixth was edition wasn't it? Hordes You're talking of about sixth edition?
0: Oh, I say of Storms Chaos. of Chaos or Hordes Storms of
1: Chaos. Storms of Chaos. Sorry, Storms of Chaos. Oh right. It yeah, came so... out with the Goblin Hewer and the Vengeance oh, Seeker or Doom Seeker or something. Yeah. The guy with the whirling axes.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, the from the um, Slayer army, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, that sure, that sure. was the Slayer
1: army. Yeah, it was definitely, yeah, 6th edition. Yes, yeah, sorry, Storms six, of yeah. Cows. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah.
0: Honestly. Yeah, no, I, I'd be hopeful that whatever rules they put in for the dwarves, it, they will improve their mobility. And, and yeah, I, one thing I'd like to see is that they, they can triple march base. Like they can do marching yeah. column at all times and stuff. And because having the ability for them to move around is going to be really important for, you know, be able to have interesting diversity of scenario types, you know, especially yeah. that involve the movement phase, because it's very limiting most of the time. When, especially for my like, when I've been designing scenarios lately, it's yeah. sort of like, what's we'll have to try to account for dwarves because they can't move yeah. so far
1: in six And it's, it's it's just good for both players, like you know,
0: yeah, both players. Absolutely.
1: You just get like, you know, who likes just sitting there just getting shot at? Like it's not. It's not fun for either person. I yeah, for sure. Well, it's, it's fun, but it's not, you know, not the most, the most fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Diversity, like I say.
0: No, it's, it's, yeah, it's not really participating in the main, one of the main elements of the game, which is the movement mm. phase, you know, like it's just static. Yeah, the,
1: yeah, the vibe, um, the marble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Uh, all right. All right, so
0: yeah, now you're going away next week. Oh, yeah. I am right. So yeah, I think it'll be. I'll still be here. I'm not going away, but yeah, I think yeah. Colin will be back next week. It's the Josh
1: and Colin show. <laughs> Josh and Colin you gotta show. tell you gotta tell Colin that it's been overtaken. Josh is. Josh is the new boss man.
0: Imagine, imagine <laughs> if I became the host. No, it's
1: yeah. it feels very bizarre. Gummer, you're um, out. You're doing the you're intro the and guest. the outros. I
0: think Gummer, it you're much the guest. better. <laughs> Does a much better job to me, I think. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, all the other thing to look out for is that uh, he and I were in the the cross the podcast crossover thing that we did with yeah. um, I think three other podcasts. That's coming um, out soon, isn't it? Yeah, so that, that, I think it should be coming out in the next couple of days. I think um he said "Brian said before the end of the year so maybe like close to the
1: weekend we'll see yeah that um, sounded really interesting i'm on it, it was now. it was a bit
0: random but yeah we had it was it was fun
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um
0: to have the, what was it like play paint trash on um, things like <laughs> you know like instead of like um you know, that was it there the Mary kill thing i don't know anyway yeah we had some ridiculous uh quiz things going on yeah. anyway um yeah you guys can have a listen if you feel like it so uh yes so i think it's about all we need to cover isn't it yeah yeah anything else we need to cover so oh i guess i can do the outro uh um, yeah. so woo, before we go just a shout out to our patrons well one patron jared and we don't expect anyone to sign up as a patron but it does go a little way to the cost of the podcast hosting so it's much appreciated uh, anyway thanks for listening to another old world fanatics podcast if you enjoy our weekly ramblings please give us a five-star review on your podcast software of choice um you can also follow us on all the socials just search old world fanatics and you'll find us We're um, most active on instagram and facebook where you find us on twitter and threads or email the show at oldfanatics at gmail.com so our next time Thanks for listening. Um, Thanks, Andrew.
1: Yeah. Cheers, Josh. Thanks, guys.